I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, it is a... Victory Monday for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they beat the Carolina Panthers 24-16 in Charlotte on Sunday. And uh, a lot of good uh, coming out of that game, uh, Matt. Um, absolutely. I know you, you, know, you uh, didn't think that the Steelers matched up particularly well with the there Panthers. There were a lot of matchups I was concerned about. Didn't they? they negated a bunch of them. They even got the better of. Right. You know, I mean, like Brian Burns. Didn't hear his name very much, you know. I mean, a lot of those matchups that I thought, boy, this, this, this isn't lining up great for the Steelers, totally negated or flipped them. You know, I mean, the old yeah. judo move, use their aggressiveness against them or whatever. As it turned out, the Steelers ran the ball 45 sure times in this game. Sure did. And <laughs> really, I mean, I, I don't have much negative to say at all about the team. The whole performance start to finish. I mean, there was that stretch where they were – Shooting themselves in the foot, Marcus Allen, you know, et cetera. Um, but overall, they were the much better team. Yeah, they uh, they dominated the play. Mm-hmm. And uh, 4-0 against the NFC South. <laughs> right. <this year. laughs> what, it'd be nice to be in that division right now. Boy, that division's bad. Too. Awful. I mean, just like, who, who should go to the playoffs? Yeah, I yeah. Um, I, I don't know that they're awful, awful. They're not the, the super bad teams. No, no, they're not the Texans. Right. In there. right, right, right. I just mean as division the, winners go. Right, as division winners go, not, not strong. Host a playoff game. Along those lines, I, I've already heard some people disc it. Well, the Steelers haven't beaten anybody this year. This whole now they, they've won four of their last six. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't beaten anybody good in this whole stretch. It's the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who is good? First of all, right. I mean, that's more of a power ranking Tuesday conversation. Okay, there's. Five to eight teams that are good, and once in a while you get one that isn't on their best day and struggle. And I, I don't look at it that way. It's not like their schedule has been the easiest in the league. No, I mean, it's been beaten. one of the most difficult. Exactly, exactly. And you know they're nearing five hundred again. Uh, I don't see that at all. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the Steelers tier right now. Yeah, I mean, and that's how the league's designed. So if you're looking at this, Matt, they have three games remaining. Mm-hmm. Let's say they win. Two of the last three. Or, okay, I think that's very feasible. Yeah, uh, to get to eight and nine. 
Are you making major changes with this roster, given how this team has performed? Or are you looking at this and going, well, with a few tweaks, we could we could be right back in there? Well, I think that's the... I guess it depends. So, I think they're not losing much. I mean, they, right. they've set up for this day very well. And I give Omar and even Kevin, and uh, you know, who's not here anymore, they've prepared for this day with a rookie quarterback contract. I mean, yeah, they have names that are free agents, and we'll talk plenty about those. Right. And there's many that I have interest in retaining. But, like, I don't put it, to, you know, you know how we feel about pro football focus, but they put out an article today of, their war metric, well, I don't even know what it stands for, wins above replacement, okay. whatever it is. Yeah. And then they showed a graph of the teams that are set to lose the most war in free agency. Well, the Steelers are in the bottom left, you know, lowest <laughs> defense, lowest offense. So I think this is, it's more you build upon what you have. That's I mean, what I think, too. Like, I think you're pouring the concrete right now. Uh, I The more I watch this offensive line play together. Yeah. I'm okay bringing that same group back. Maybe you had a you had a draft pick at some point along the you know mm-hmm. a young offensive tackle to add to the room, but I don't have a problem with Mason Cole at center or, or James Daniels at at, right. at at right guard or even Kevin Dotson at left guard. Those five are an adequate to good offensive line, yeah. and they're showing it time and time again. Now, I worry about six through ten in that right. room. Well, that's why you add to it. You add to it. And that might be a first round pick, which yeah. makes more or coal. But if six you remember, I mean they've got guys but... we saw play last year, mm-hmm. Hassenauer, who yeah. at the beginning of the season, I didn't I two years ago, I didn't think he was yeah. an NFL player. He proved that okay, he he can get you through. Mm-hmm. Uh John LeGlue is right, another right, guy right, that right. played a lot down the stretch last year. Hasn't played a, a, a lick, snap right, this year. Yeah. So they've got it's some a curse and a blessing that right. they've lost no snaps up front. Right. You know, you don't know who those groups are. But the veterans that they've got from outside the organization, yeah. I'm not doing cartwheels about right. I'm, th- I'm pretty happy we haven't seen that. I would, I would like to add another offensive tackle to that group. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because a big narrative after this game is Games are won in the trenches. Just draft big guys. Just draft big guys. And deep down, I believe that. And this game showed that. But what if they would have had a dynamic slot receiver or <laughs> a number one corner, yeah. you know, for that game in addition to what they have? You know, right. so I think you can go a lot of different directions. Um, but basically, what's happened is they've they've built a really good core. And on offense, they're not going to lose hardly anything, you know, and it's it, designed for this. And I'm just going to add pretty pieces to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's paint I, and electricity. I, I was and, thinking about all that on the flight back today, mm-hmm. and I'm like, who are you looking to replace on this offense? They're I all think, young guys who are ascending. I know. I I don't think anyone needs replaced. I I actually think— You of, can always do better. Of course. But at the end of the day— I mean, I think of the, we'll say 12 guys, two tight ends and three receivers that they play, that, that are out there the most— I think slot corner right now, is, or slot receiver, is yeah. the weakest spot of the group. Right. But you don't have to spend the 15th pick in the draft on a slot receiver no, or 20 you get, million. I mean, you, you still have, got guys like Anthony have, Miller sitting around, you know, or you and, Calvin Austin exactly. sitting around. you got two guys in-house that are kind of attractive. And the Sims and Gunners and Boykins are all auditioning for next year, too. Yeah, and slot receivers aren't hard to find. I mean, that's a right. third-round pick, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, that – so, yeah. but, I mean, a, a franchise left tackle would be great. You know, I mean, of course – but need need versus want, I think, is very it's a different. Big difference, here. yeah. Okay, and yeah. and they're fortunate enough that there's going to have a lot of wants, you know, that they can pick from, 
with right now they've three picks in the top forty five. Right. Um, yeah. I, I I even you know they're now five and two with T.J. Watt in the lineup this year, and he's not even quite looking like the MVP type guy. Right. Either. You know. Right. Of course. He's uh, but, getting better. But, I yeah. mean that's. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence, right? You know, and and you know, even the two games that they lost with TJ Watt in the lineup have been, you know, they lost by six to the Bengals. The Bengals are playing mm-hmm. really well right now, absolutely. And and lost that game last two weeks ago to the to the Ravens. Those are the two losses that they had. Yeah, with yeah. TJ Watt in the lineup, um, you know, if they score any points at all in that in that Raven, they don't turn the or ball over three the times. Ball, they win right, that one. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, the the uh, no, I think there's a really good foundation. Yeah, yeah I don't think there's – I just – I think people are looking at this – at least some people are looking at this, well, they're not beating anybody. You, It's the no, NFL. You way, beat right. who you, who's on your schedule. Right. Is, uh, is anybody in New York right now saying, well, the Giants aren't beating anybody? They right. haven't beaten anybody all year. They haven't beaten anybody all year. Um, <laughs> they're going to go to the playoffs. <laughs> I think you look at it like this, that they're now proving that they are pretty consistently beating the teams on their level or lower. Yeah. Now, what – pieces can we add to compete to get you that next level yeah Yeah. yeah, to get to the the super bowl and if you're looking at that then you say well cornerbacks you got to get better in the defensive backfield you better rush the passer better Mm -hmm. and they can play off each other of course yeah um the d-line could get old in a hurry you know right or or worrisome in a hurry without question i would never turn my back on a no lineman but i can live with these five as my starters an opening day next year, and I bet a lot of people are like turning over, losing their mind. Right <laughs> I mean, if the Anthony Windows play- pops up, I'll grab him. But I know. mean, again, you you uh, put up another 150 yard rushing game yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was consistent. Yeah, um, that's not a bad run defense. It's not the not one of the better it's a, it's ones, but it's defense, it's middle though, of the right? yeah. They got a lot it of talent. Middle players. of the road. Yeah, um, and, and you just ran the ball down their throat. Yeah. And, and Trubisky played good. well. Trubisky played well. I mean, everything went well. Deontay played well. Pickens played well. Uh, they have a formula, you know. So, um, you know, I'm sure we'll unpack a lot of things that happened yesterday. But I like where the team's at in terms of resources, a lot of cap space. Of who's who's set to hit free agency? There's some guys I'd love to bring back, draft picks. But if one of their top two picks isn't a tackle, I'm not going to lose my mind. No, you know, it doesn't mean you can't take a Chooks project in the third round, you know, or something. They're going to draft linemen, folks. Yeah, I mean, it, absolutely. We're not, we're not saying that they're, they're not going to be – and this is going to be the exact same offensive line room as next year. That's not going to be the case. But I think, uh, if, you know, if you're looking for the MVP of the Steelers coaching staff, it's got to be Pat Meyer, right? Pat Meyer. Right. It's got to be. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Which I, am, I meant to say just five minutes ago because maybe the dudes we haven't seen are better than we think. Because, right, they know, may the, have gotten better too. Leglue and Haas <laughs> and these guys too. I mean, he does doesn't talk to the front, top five. The, right. the other guys might be they better all, than we thought yeah. too because of coaching. I think that's a, a nice hypothesis. Yeah, um, that's that's one of the the beauties of uh, having a young group is that they are, as I always say, allowed to get better, allowed to get better and mature <laughs> and learn about this league. And your quarterback's going to get better, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, well, that's the thing I think people overlook. Well, they need to do all this, and they're only ever they're they're averaging eighteen points a game right now, which obviously isn't good enough mm-hmm. over the course of a season. But that's with a rookie quarterback, right? For most of the season, and and you know, uh, an offense that was completely. Finding its way early, yeah, it early was this year. Early I, on, um, you know, if you look at what they've done over the last, I mean, I, I just look at it pre-buy and post-buy. Yeah, it's an easy way to, you know, uh, I've harped on. Boy, they have a brutal point differential. Over the last six games, they're like plus twenty, yeah, you know, or plus thirteen, something like that. Something you know, like, like yeah. that. I mean, they're plus noticeably. They're not even close to even. You know, like 
yes, they've played easier teams, but they've also gotten better. They've played a lot of those games on the road, too. Played a lot of those games on the road. You know, <laughs> I forget a couple weeks ago, Coach Tomlin's record post by for his career is remarkably good. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's an accident. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And even if they lose these last three, it's not going to be like, boy, this blow the whole thing up. I, I'm, I would never be convinced of that. Yeah, I, I just I think there's a lot there to like. Um, the defense yesterday was stifling. Yeah, um, aggressive. Darnold had one good drive. Yep, they did. That was it. I read your article about <laughs> if you take that drive out, which isn't how the world works, right. of course, but yards per play. It was 3.4 yards per play outside of that one touchdown drive. Of, yeah. I, I mean, mean, one touchdown drive. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, so... Uh, and I thought Darnold actually played quite well. He played about as well as <laughs> yeah. he could possibly play. Yeah. I, I really and... like to go out of my way to commend and, and be hard on the opponent, too. I thought DJ Moore and, and Darnold were legit yesterday. Yeah. You know? And he wasn't the problem. No, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> solution, but he they had the They had trouble blocking the Steelers yeah. in the run game, in the passing game. Yeah. Um, that Christensen dude playing guard, Rogan Joby ate him up, then Hayward ate him up, and... Their interior line in general, I thought, had a really rough day. Um, the rest of their receivers were just fine. You texted me about Foreman during the game. I mean, he looked bad, too. You yeah. Know? I mean, he deserves some of the credit or some of the heat as well. I think he is who he is. I know. Yeah. You know. It takes a while to get going. And yeah. They didn't have any room to get going. If he's he, had a lot of carries this year and looks like he's come back to earth. He's very – he's – He's like a mini version of Derrick Henry without the speed. Without the yeah. Yeah, without the, the extra juice. Yeah, because exactly. once he gets going, he's a load. He's hard to get on the ground. Then. But if you get him before he gets going, <laughs> there were a couple. Yeah, there were a couple times where he he went to the sideline early in the game, and just like shaking his head or you know bang like they they were visibly upset. I mean, they their first four carries of the game, they got one yard. That kind of set the tone. Did and Logan Joby have two tackles for loss. Yeah, that, yeah, and, and, and it kind of just scared, almost like that scared. Yes, the the Panthers out of their running game, and they they had a little bit of success in that one touchdown drive. Yeah, the, throwing, the drive was fine. Throwing the football, and they never got back really back to their mm-hmm. running game the way that they want to. It wasn't as bad as of Atlanta of just kind of ignoring their run game yeah. in the first half. But I still think they looked at it today like, what were we thinking? I mean, we only do one thing well. <laughs> But I bet I do. But I they weren't the doing time. it well. That yeah, was the right. you know, and that's a credit to the Steelers' defense. They were Absolutely. just attacking downhill, and and uh, I mean, I'm sure those linemen go over to the line coach and be like, "I can't block that." I mean, I'm really struggling, or the line coach just notices it and says, "Hey, play caller. I mean, this run game's not happening right now. Yeah. Maybe we'll get back to it, but this isn't going to be our bread and butter." Yeah, Ogan Joby was dominating. Yeah. early in that game. In fact, I know he was dominating early in the game because they kept mispronouncing his name in the press box. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> He's even from there. <laughs> he played his, that's what I said. He played his college football here. You'd think they'd know how to mm-hmm. pronounce his name. but uh, you know, On the he's... broadcast, they were highlighting the Highsmith family. I'm like, Larry's right there, too. He played <laughs> in the same college. I don't know. Was his family there? I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Steelers actually stayed basically on the campus of UNC Charlotte. Oh, did they really? So okay. I, I could look out the back window of the uh, of the hotel yeah. and see the uh, UNC Charlotte football field. Oh, wow. Which okay. isn't very big, by the I way. I bet it's not. It doesn't get a – they probably doesn't nice hold 60,000 either. Yeah, right? nice right. campus, but it's a, it's it's very – Very dainty, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's very and, and that Trubisky in, fellow intimate. played in that neighborhood too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, going back. So there was a lot of ties. But, no, it was a very successful day. Yeah. I, I, I thought they – I thought they were in a little bit of trouble. You know, I didn't trust the Steelers' run defense going into that one. Some individual matchups I didn't like at all, but they overcame it and more. 
They, they beat the crap out of the Panthers. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. They really did. They were, you know, as much as they were not the more physical team against the Ravens, mm-hmm. they were definitely the more physical team in this game. Yeah. And uh, and you're right about the pride thing and embarrassing and all that stuff, you know. So, you know, they get to play the Ravens again in two weeks. No, I'm sure they're looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, they probably haven't forgotten about the Browns either. No, they. those are two games that, uh, you know, they kind of got – Mm-hmm. pushed around a little bit um you know yeah and maybe just maybe i, I know you said tj watt doesn't look like himself yet see i don't think we know though because the last two games they had the teams haven't thrown enough like he still this, had a sack and a half yesterday. i thought yesterday was because uh, i said that after the ravens game i'm like boy he was really struggling before the ravens game but i'm like he played like 90 percent of the snaps against the ravens and wasn't like cringing when he got yeah, up and yeah. you know but he, they just never threw so i'm like well we just haven't seen him as a pass rusher and then yesterday was yeah there were a couple times was he was watt, he was, was shot out of a cannon a couple yeah, of times yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'll be fine <laughs> uh but the you know the, just the run stops and you know carolina only ran the ball 16 times and the yeah. steelers had six tackles for a loss i, I was gonna say because <laughs> i did a video with wolf and he mentioned that he said there were six Zero or backwards runs, yeah, and that added up to me, but I just didn't double check. Their long run, I'm not trusting Wolf's. Yeah, their long run for the day was five yards. I know. (laughs) So I'm going to throw a little negative spin in things. Okay. In a way, I watched the Steelers' run game and thought, what could be? Because the Steelers' long runs were nine by Warren, ten by Harris from the from the, the the running backs. Yeah, and by no means am I saying draft. Running back in the first round, but if they had a little more explosion from their ball carriers, yeah. I mean, they could have eighty more yards. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Like, no, I hear you. They grind it out, and it's very impressive, and it demoralizes teams. Twenty-one play drive, you know, one hundred and six yards on that play. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I mean, overcoming the Deontay penalty and things like that. But I just thought, you know, if we're going to critique things, what if there were a little more explosion out of the ball carriers? Yeah. What could have been? And know? I don't know what the answer to that is. You know, I, 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 I think you worry about it a year from. Yeah. You know, yeah. right. Because I think Jalen Warren has some explosiveness. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to outrun people for 80 yards. No, but, I mean, right, I don't right. think that's. But he's he's a four, five, five ish yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got some shiftiness to him. He stays low to the ground and, mm-hmm. you know, it's t- tough to find. Um, you know, Harris was having a really good day. Oh, he's having good days. Until it's just not his specialty. Until right. late in the game, when they, they knew that the Steelers were running and they mm-hmm. were they just stacked the line of scrimmage and and you know his you watched his his I mean he was averaging five yards a carry and he just kept going down and yeah. down and down and down and down until he ends up averaging three point six. 
Um, With this crazy volume running that these teams are doing, including the Steelers, yards per carry matters less to me. Yeah. But I do want to see some explosions. You'd like if to you're going to run 40 times, well, that was, like that's, to run longer than 10. That's what was nice about the Stephen Sims run is, is a 22-yard yeah. chunk play that, you know. I know, I know, I know. Um, you can't and count on those, though. Runs you yeah. Get and things like that. But I would like to see a back take one to the house. And my thought was, and this is not where I plan on doing it for the first segment of the of the week because there's 99% of it was good. But what if they had like a Percy Harvin that was your slot slash change of pace ball carrier? Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just kick, that's what my brain's been doing for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're always thinking. It can always get better. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're always right. thinking ahead like that. Dressing, you, know? Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, if you add the speed element of a, like a Calvin Austin to this offense. It absolutely will help too. Um, that certainly yeah. changes things as well. Um, he was like. Lineman aside, I want big play guys if I'm adding yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, just a just a workmanlike effort. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I thought that they really well done. they could have put more points on the board if they wanted to. Probably. Um, yeah. They were they were moving the ball pretty regularly mm-hmm. uh, against that defense. They could have thrown Deontay Johnson every time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, J C Horn said, "Oh, he you know he wasn't that tough to cover." Well, you didn't. Do, Nobody JC, covered him all day. He had ten catches on ten targets. J C. Ten targets, right? <laughs> Basically, just running slants and outs. Yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> it looked pretty hard to cover to me. He was open all the time. And when they needed to get a stop, it was third and fourteen. Yeah, he catches a nineteen-yard pass. It's, you yeah. get you get the ball back there. You got a chance, and you give up a fourteen-yard nineteen-yard pass. You either wrote this or said something about. It. I don't know, or tweeted it or something. But the, the the people were spinning things really wrong last week, from my opinion. And I think you said it better than me that they asked Deontay about Rudolph or whatever. Yeah. He, and he said, "Yeah, I'd like him to play. I'd like him to play. I'd like to see him play. He's his didn't buddy. say I, this guy stinks, <laughs> right? But Trubisky looks for Johnson more than any of the other quarterbacks, like crazy. Yeah. I mean, they have a thing going. I mean, uh, I don't think they're exactly frenemies, or you know, no, maybe they no. Right. There's, I mean, there's, no, there's none of that. I, no. I when he said, I was there when he, when Deontay said that, and I, I didn't take it that way. Yeah, you know, maybe this is his week. He's actually getting the practice." Yeah, you know, right, right, right. That's the way I took it too. Not like that's the guy I want because this guy stinks. Yeah, yeah right. and that's how some people tried to spin that, and I just didn't get it. But, yeah, I wanted um, to clear that up though. That didn't add up to me at all. You know, no, Trubisky I mean, loves Deontay. He's got eyes for Deontay. Yeah, there were numbers going into that game. Feed Deontay, <laughs> feed Deontay, and, and it's successful too. Yeah. Um, well, that's you know, veteran quarterbacks know where their bread yeah, is buttered. Right, right, right. You know, I know people are down on Johnson. I just don't quite get it because. People in the know and opposing defenses and things like that treat him like he's a really good player, and he showed it again yesterday. Yeah, the uh, the he's Panthers a allergic to the end zone. The Panthers started that game off with J.C. Horn following Deontay Johnson mm-hmm. all over the field, yeah. and then their other cornerback Henderson got hurt yeah. early in the game, and so they just played sides at that point, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter which side Deontay Johnson lined up on. Yep. He was getting the ball. Yeah, the, he only threw the ball twenty-two times, and he got ten targets. He got 10 targets right? He's getting like <laughs> half the snaps. You know, right? And that was one of my concerns going in because the Henderson Horn combo. I thought they can hang with Johnson and Pickens, and I didn't think the Steelers had a slot to really expose a third corner because they're third. They don't have one. Bad. Yeah, yeah, they're real bad. And then they lose Henderson, and the announcers weren't real clear on that. I had to dig. Yeah, it was, an, it was an ankle. Clean out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good win by the Steelers. Very. They improved to six and eight. Uh, stay. Alive, at least in the yeah, playoff I mean, race. Not really thinking playoffs, but who knows? Yeah, but uh, yeah, a lot of things happened in the league uh, over the weekend. Oh, that uh, <laughs> was a crazy, was a crazy, crazy, crazy weekend. We'll talk a little bit more I think about I'm that. Get bed sores from sitting on my uh, lazy boy watching triple header after triple header. <laughs> <laughs> not 
doing anything around the house as the wife like to glares at you. <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes. Working. You can subscribe now to our show. Every episode we do is available for you to download. You can subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We'll be back to talk more about the Steelers win over the Carolina Panthers and some of the other craziness that happened around the league. Just a a crazy week in the NFL. We'll do that when we come back right after this. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.